place to be their refuge. He gives them total protection. Before the floods came, God had to send a Noah with a message. Before Sodom and Gomorrah were abandoned, God sent the angels there to see whether there is any element of godliness. And those who deserved to escape the judgment, who received the grace of God, they escaped the judgment. And uh, even when Jesus was on earth, he warned his disciples of the judgment that was coming upon Jerusalem. But he prepared them. He told them when you see Jerusalem surrounded, those who are on the housetop don't even come down in your houses. Just flee to the mountains. He was preparing them for the slaughter, great slaughter that was coming upon Jerusalem. Which truly came by General Titus. The Jews were slain. Jerusalem was slain. And the, the history says the blood flowed even through the gates. Imagine the slaughter of human beings. They can bring the blood together until it flows like a stream. And that is what caused the Jews to be scattered around the world. they stayed out of their homeland for 2,000 years. But because he had promised that he would restore them. In 1948, they became a nation again coming from all over the world and their story is one we are going back to meet the Messiah and now Israel is a nation that's a great sign because he said when you see the fig tree putting on the birds and then you know that the summer is nigh and that generation that will see that shall not pass away until they see the sign of the coming of the sun. But now, the point here was, or the point is, before the slaughter, those who had accepted the message of Jesus Christ. He warned them and prepared them how to escape the danger. Uh-huh. In Egypt, before the death angel passed through the land of Egypt, slaying the firstborns. Oh, that was a terrible thing. That was a Imagine every firstborn among animals, every firstborn among human beings was going to die. Imagine you are the firstborn in your father's family. 
And now you are also a father. You're going to die. And your child is going to die. You could even be a grandfather. You're the firstborn. You die. Your first son will die. And his first child will die. That was uh, great. That was such a, a terrible uh, judgment upon that land. But there are people who did not suffer that persecution, that, that judgment. The children of God, the elect of the day, they were prepared they received the message the messenger of their time. Prophet Moses. And he told them what to do. He told them to slay the lamb. And put the blood upon the door lintels. Upon the door posts. And he said, when I'm passing around the land, destroying the house where I will see the blood, I will pass over. And that's what happened. They were securely protected by God because they had believed the message of their day. So they obeyed every instruction. And God is wrath passed over them. So even today, those who are in Christ Jesus, you are guaranteed of protection. There is one secured place to hide today. Not not government, no army forces, no police protectors. They are scared to death. The leaders of the world are scared to death. Even the dictators of the world, they are trembling. They are scared to death. As the prophet of our age preached a message he called, the world falling apart. The world is literally falling apart. And the Bible says that everything that is shaken will be shaken. The God will shake the world. Everything that is shaken is going to be shaken. But it says we receive a kingdom that can never be shaken. That is the kingdom of the most high. That is the kingdom that can never be shaken. Brothers and sisters, you who fled to Christ for refuge, you should not fear. You are in a secure place. You are in Goshen. You are in the ark of God's protection. You belong to another kingdom. You only live here physically. But you are the representative of the kingdom of God. But of these days, this world is going to become an uninhabitable because of these kind of demons that are pouring upon the earth. Plague after plague. Trouble after trouble. And when it comes 
to pass that life cannot live comfortably Jesus Christ will take his beloved bride home. Amen. So, God bless you, saints. I've not started preaching, but I believe you are gathered in your homes, maybe with your family members, there are those are your relatives around, viewing and following us. I want to ask, to ask them come in the ark come under the token divine protection Rahab was told by the spies bring all your people your family in and let this token be there a scarlet cloth piece of cloth was hanged on her house as a sign that she's under divine protection and the spies told her that day when we invade Whoever will be found in here can never be touched. But whoever will be found outside of this house will die and make all your beloved, your loved ones come in here. Brothers and sisters following us here I believe in your house there could be relatives, friends, family members who are not in Christ. Today the house where there is that scarlet cloth, scarlet token, scarlet is red, red it types the blood of Jesus Christ. That scarlet is not a house. It's not a physical building. It is Christ Jesus. Come in. Those that are outside Christ. Come in this morning. Trouble is moving. Death is moving. The death angel is moving around the world. Before he strikes your place, coming to the place of safety. I literally don't fear this thing called coronavirus. One, Jesus gave us power over every man of sickness and over every man of death. That is first one reason. Because Jesus defeated the devil at the cross. And he defeated every demon. Everything that hell has. Hell has no Goliath. That Jesus did not defeat. Everything in hell. In the underworld. Because coronavirus, coronavirus cancer, TB, whatever you call it, is nothing but demons. And Jesus defeated them all demons with the devil. He defeated even death. He defeated even the grave. Death has no power. And then he, he told us, he declared to us, 
All power is given to me. Heaven and earth. Therefore I send you. With power. You shall lay hands on the sick. The sick shall recover. You shall cast out demons. In my name. I believe. In casting out coronavirus demons. From a victim. And he will be free. We have seen God heal AIDS. HIV, AIDS. He can heal all man of diseases. He defeated that. And he told us, I still, I'm still in Mark 16, that uh, we shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. If we drink a deadly thing, it shall not harm us. And we shall even pick serpents. One time, Paul was gathering sticks, firewood, on an island. And the, 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 the suffering and the tribulation that we're going through. And a, a, a viper held on his hand. Now, different snakes have different uh, percentage uh, chances. That if you, this one bites you, you have 50% to live. 50 to die. If this one bites you, you can have uh, 90% to die. And this one bites you, you can have 98%. But that particular type that beat Paul and stuck on his arm, you have no chance to leave. Once it bites you, you have to die. But the Bible says, God just shook it off into the fire and you continued in normal. That is the power of God that he gave the believer when he said, this son shall follow. God's word has never lied and can never lie and can never fail. That is one reason I don't fear coronavirus. The other one is I have eternal life. And you the believer you have eternal life. Jesus said he that hears my words and believeth on him that sent me has eternal life. We don't get eternal life after death. If you die without eternal life you shall not have it. But you get eternal life down here on the altar. When you accept Jesus Christ in your life to be Lord and Savior, you get eternal life. The life of God has no beginning, has no ending. So when you have eternal life, to begin with, you don't fear death. If you die, you go to a better world. This one. So why fear? Two or three. God's protection is around the children of God. 
the blood of Jesus Christ protects his, his people. So brother, sister, there is no fear, reason to fear. By this I don't mean that you don't take the precautions that were being advised to wash your hands, to be careful yeah, to those things. Try as much as possible to observe them. But not where you are scared, nor where you are fearing. The Bible says men's hearts will be failing them for fear. But who are those men? It's not the bride. It's not the believer of Jesus Christ. It is men on earth. So therefore, there is no reason for you to fear. Now, as I speak this morning, although you are seeing the platform, our, our church at the altar here, it's not the behind you. The congregation is not there. The church is empty. But I just came here with two people who are recording me, the media group, and then that my translator, so that we speak to you as you stay under your house praying. When you are in your house, please allow yourself to be in church. Don't behave as if you are in your house. Every time this uh, live streaming begins, whichever order you will make in your house, you may choose to listen to a tape, but make it a real service. Make it a real be or be, keep the order that you always keep when you come to church. Let kitchen stop. Let the mopping stop. Let every other activity stop. Let the roaming and moving around the house stop. Make sure everyone is out of the bedroom or the rooms and you're all seated together in one place listening quietly, respecting God, and then sing, sing to the Lord, worship Him, pray, and close when time comes for you to go to service. So, so, so that is the order. That is the way to go. Now, uh, you remember with the members of Speckled Bird, on Wednesday we sat and we agreed at least homes to meet, uh, uh, to, to find a, a neighboring home where you can meet, where you can listen to the live stream. Those who come uh, close to one another neighboring homes of believers to come and feel a sense of fellowship. Uh, but it's this morning uh, when I really uh, made a, a, a critical observation that uh, the quarantine is tighter than 
we can think although to me that would be okay uh, because uh, businesses are still going on in the world Chikubo is still operating as a church of the Lord we must be very careful because we are not of the world. And the world is not on our side. Their spirits of persecution at the same time. Those ones have always been. They always look for any slight thing to rise against the church. Therefore, I've chosen to uh, ask you uh, for you not to do not to gather in any way just follow the stream in your house if you are a kind who does uh, who cannot manage to access to be internet just gather your family sing Read the word, read a psalm. All, I believe you have tapes of the prophets. Put on the tape and listen. And then pray. Just a family altar. So that uh, we don't uh, 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 attract problems. Let us not have any excuse. Let us uh, not uh, uh, cause uh, uh, those who would want... Uh, uh, to persecute the church not have an excuse. Let us wait for this month that we are given by the government by the, our president and see uh, what will happen there but uh, if it doesn't happen, if uh, the change doesn't come, uh, still God will give us grace. But I believe our church will resume. Why? The Bible does not say, the prophecy does not say, that we shall be our churches will be closed by these kind of pandemics that are happening around the world. No. The Bible says that it shall be a boycott for not worshipping the beast, for not receiving his number or his, his mark for, for, for not worshipping the, the, the image of the base. Therefore, churches will not close this way. This is temporarily. We shall continue on. But we should know that maybe it's a beginning. It's, a, it's an, the government's 
maybe are going to learn the churches are closable maybe it will be a point of reference like, like that time we close them and they close so we we, we, we command that every church shall be in this kind of uh, unity under this kind of headship whoever will not be in that headship will be closed because we know that's what will happen at that time that churches will be uh, will be uh, will be all driven and forced into the unity Churches, unit of religion which is already around the world. In Uganda we have an, an interreligious system and then that's just a daughter of the, inter, the world council of churches and, and, and the medical movement. We know that that unity is the image of the beast but it's going to come to pass that it will have a lot of strength and the government will yield, will support it that whoever is not under that unity that unit of religions will be forbidden to operate. That time is coming. Actually, it's around the corner. It's here. The atmosphere is already on. And uh, when that happens, we know that's when the rapture will take place. Jesus will take his church home. With this uh, shutting of churches now, actually, it's not only churches. It's all public gatherings. This is not that. No. This is different. On this, the government are justified. They are doing their best as human beings with the authority that uh, they have to protect the people. So, God bless you. We are going to read from the book of Matthew. That's why I'm going to get the sharing for us this morning. Chapter 24. Uh, we shall begin with verse 1 up to verse 15. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for, to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be overthrown, that shall not be thrown down. And, and Jesus, uh, and as he sat upon Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming, and the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many, and he shall hear of woes and rumors of woes 
see that ye, ye, ye be not troubled for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there shall be uh, famines and pestilences and earthquakes and di in diverse uh, places all these are the beginning of sorrows then shall they deliver you up to up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many and because iniquity shall abound the love of many shall wax cold but he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all the nations and then shall the end come when ye shall therefore when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place whosoever readeth it let him understand Yesu nafuruma mu yekalu yalinga atambula abayigirizwa bene bajja okumulaga mazimba ga yekalu na yena damu nabagamba anti temula babino byonna mazima mbagamba anti tewali sigalawo jinja eriri kunguru ku jinja eritasuri bwansi muyali atudde ku rusozo ra zaituni abayigirizwa ne bajja jali chama ne bamugamba anti tubulire bino webiliberawo nakabonira ko kujja ku bwekaliba nake mirembe jino okugwawo yesu nadamu nabagamba anti mulabe omuntu yenna tabachamyanga kubanga banji bali jja muri nyali yange ngabagamba anti nze kristu bali chamya banji muri wulira entalo ne tutumu eri entalo mulabe temwera likiriranga kubanga tebilire makubawo na yenkomerero ngechali kubange gwanga lili tabale gwanga ne kabaka alitabala kabaka walibawe njala ne bikankano mu bifo ebitale bimu na yebe byonna lwe lubereberye olwokulumwa lwe bali bawayo mwe mubonyabonyezwe bali batta namwe bali bali namwe muri cyaibwa amawanga gonna okubarangira inyaryange mu birebyo banji abali esitala bali wangana yo bali cyawagana ne banabbi banja bo bulimba bali cya bali cyamya banji era kubango bujemu buri yinga obunji okwagala kwa basinga obunji kuri wola naye agumikiriza okutuka ku nkomerero ye alirokolebwa Nenjiri eno eyo bwakabaka eribulirwa mu nsizo na okuba omujulirwa mu mawanga gonna awe nkomerero eliyokeje kale we muliraba ekyo muzizo ekizikiriza Daniel nabbi kyayogerako ngachiyimiride mu kifo ekitukuvu asomamu ategere let us pray katusabe heavenly father chitafomuguru in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ mulinyali amukama Yesu Kristu we thank you for your grace tukwebazole kisacho that gave us salvation we didn't merit it lord but your grace has given it to us and has given us eternal life and in this serious hour we are in never before has it ever happened never before since the world was created men's hearts are failing them for fear. as you have said it in your word but we are happy lord to know that we are 
your people, your redeemed, your beloved bride. And Father Lord, these words that we have read, as we remind ourselves of the days we are in so that we may know how to behave ourselves that we may know what to do Father help us forgive all the sins of your people forgive my sins forgive the sins of individual and Lord prepare us Lord Lord speak to them Father as they are in their homes under the closed doors no chance to come to their church no chance to play music here and sing and dance praise and worship as we have but the grace of God let it come upon them Father and those who have tuned in who are online may you Lord speak to them as they stream this this, this, this this sharing, this service, speak to them, Lord. Let the grace of God come upon them. Lord God, let them have a closer intimacy and relationship with you. Even as we are going to share your word, speak to their hearts now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, God bless you. We are going to read, I mean, uh, we are going to take an example with what happened in the time of Daniel. The Lord has told us what will be in the end time. And there are many scriptures that we can look at without doubt we are in the end time. My preaching will not dwell more to talk about what is happening. To talk more about uh, the pestilence. To talk about uh, the, the tribulation. My sharing is going to dwell more on what to do. When we see these things happen, what to do. I'm not a news reporter to give you breaking uh, news, breaking updates. No. I'm not going to talk about what is happening in Italy and how many people that are infected, how many people have died. Not going to talk about what is in China and all the countries around us. 
I listened this morning when the minister of um, health announced the first coronavirus in Uganda. I'm not going to talk about that. Actually, I thank God that so far His grace has been keeping and protecting us. They can, all, they can talk of one, one case. We want to pray that God will continue protecting our country. And the, the way it was uh, uh, announced, this case was arrested at the airport. Now, if that be the case, then it is a controllable. It means it's contained already. So we pray it ends there. But uh, if it comes in, we will not be surprised because we are not any better and special than other countries that are suffering of this problem. And uh, uh, we, 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 so I'm not talking about the updates. I'm talking about you as a believer. We as a believer. What must we do? What are our promises? How must we respond? And react to this time. That's what I want us to look at. I will compare this. With Daniel. In the book of Daniel, we are told how the children of Israel were taken in captivity from Jerusalem to Babylon. And the way they went to captivity, it was under divine judgment. God sent them there. It was a whip that drove them out of their land. Out of the promised land. To Babylon. And now here they are in Babylon. In the land of captivity. And actually they say they were asked to sing the Lord's song. And they said, how shall we sing the Lord's song? In a strange land. They were in bondage. They fell out of place. They felt they cannot even sing. They cannot even worship. And they stayed there many years. Prophet Jeremiah had said they were going to stay there 70 years. And others opposed. They could not believe that that strict, that heavy thing can happen upon them. It was too troublesome. It was a big problem to stay out of church for 70 years. Imagine if a prophecy comes and say, 
this condition around the world. And this closure of churches is going to stay on for 70 years. People say, no, it's not possible. How can that be? Even others there is another prophet who came and opposed Jeremiah. Said, that says the Lord. I have reduced the punishment. It shall not be that much. It shall not be that severe. You're going to stay there only two years. But Jeremiah stood and said, make sure it is God. But if it's not God, you're going to die. And that's what happened to that prophet. And he established the prophecy. It will be 70. Now the true believers believed in him. And as they went in bondage where they were going to live for 70 years. They clung on God. They overcame even in that situation. So my message to you this morning that even in such a situation where you are not in church you can overcome. God is not confined to a building. God is God is omnipresent. He is there with you in your house. Wherever you are this morning. He is there. He is there to fellowship with you. Daniel, Sadraj, Meshach and Abednego. They became the overcomers of that age. And they overcame even amidst that trouble out of church. They stood So that is where things are. You must learn to stand. You must have fellowship with God on the individual Basis. It is salvation is personal affair. Not church group. But you with God. You can stand. You can do exploits. Literally. Daniel shook Babylon. Literally. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shook Babylon when they stood with God and God stood with them. They shook the world and up to today the record, the test, their testimony cannot be forgotten. Praise God. Now let us look at Daniel. Let us read from his very words. In Daniel 9. Verse 1. He said in the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the seed of the maids, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem 
nti mu mwaka ogolubebelye ogwadali omwana wa akaswero oweza deli abamedi yali obwakabaka obabakaludaya mu mwaka ogolubebelye mu mirembe mu mirembeje nze Danieli ebitabone bintegeza omuwendo gw'emyaka Yeremia nabbi giyajirwake ekigambo kya mukama okutuukiriza Yerusalemu okuzika gy'emyaka nsambu I said before that before such uh, times come, God always prepares the people by sending a messenger, a messenger and sending a message. Even now here, God sent Jeremiah first to tell them of the coming trouble. And now, Daniel consults the books. The prophecy of the prophet who had been previously. So we want to tell the world as we have already said that this end time the troubles that are happening the great and dreadful day which is coming it without God sending a special minister. If before the flood he sent Noah before Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed, Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed. Two angels visited. Before Jerusalem was slain, Jerusalem was destroyed. There came um, the Lord Jesus came with a message to prepare them. And uh, before uh, Daniel people, before Jerusalem. Israel was taken in captivity. God sent a message through a message through Jeremiah to prepare them. How could this happen without God sending a messenger? More to this, we are waiting as the the world. The world is waiting for the great and dreadful day according to Malachi 4.5. The Bible says it will burn like an oven. But he said, I will send you Elijah the prophet first to turn the hearts of the children to their father. So when we consult the books, they show us this is the time. Amen. Amina. Now, Kati. this is what happened in the time of Daniel. He consulted the books of the prophet that was here, there before him. And he learned that uh, they were to live there only 70 years. And when he knew God's word could never fail. God's word does not change. If it is seven, it is seven. And then uh, he realized time was over. So he did something. He did something about the situation. That's what we're going to read. In other words, when, when Daniel realized time was up, he did something. There is a way he reacted to that situation. 
and you the believer there is a way you must react to this time the way Daniel, what Daniel did Daniel is what you must do this is what he did in verse 3 it says and I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. That's what he did. And then he, down here from verse 5 from verse 4 and I prayed unto the Lord Okay, we have, we, 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 he said, and I prayed unto the Lord God, my, my God, and made my, my confession, and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned and we have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled, rebelled even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. Agamba, nensaba mukama katonda wangi, nenja tula, nenjo geranti ayi mukama katonda omukuru, eroa wentisa, atukiri zenda gano, nukusasira, elia baba mwagala, naba kwa tama tekage, tuwayo nuna, eratu wakule vyobu bambavu, nebiobu bi, eratu wajema, ngatucha mokule kebila girovyo, nemi sango jo. Now, as you continue, you can continue and read the whole prayer in your own time. And see how he was pleading. And down he said he continued to repent of his sins. Daniel had sins to repent. And the sins of his people. He did not only repent of his sins. But he repented of the sins of the church. And cleansed himself. If Daniel could repent of his Daniel sins. And he could repent the sins of the church. To purify himself. Prepare himself. And God was merciful to him. You can repent now. You can confess your sins. And God will have mercy Because down, down here, as you continue, as you continue in prayer, Angel Gabriel came to him. He, he, he visited him. And he told him, Thou Daniel, beloved of the Lord. He was called beloved. He said, The day you started praying, the instructions came, the instruction came from God. And he told me to bring you this message. Here is Daniel repenting. Forgive me of this. I've not been good. I've, been, I've, been, I've, not, I've not been serious. I've not been right. 
right here and there. Forgive forgive my people. They have done a lot of iniquities. They have departed from your ways. They have departed from your word. He is praying. He is repenting. Cleansing his heart. Trimming. The Bible talks of trimming the lamps. And what is the problem with the trimming? Why trim the lamp? Sometimes the lamps get a lot of uh, soot. They get covered with smoke. And then the glass cannot see, cannot reflect. Then the lamp becomes dim. That is a believer. The, the, the smoke of this world could have dimmed you. Your life that you have backslidden. You no longer reflect Christ the way you, you used to be or the way you ought to be. But trim. Now trim the lamp. Go around your life repent pray confess your sins and forsake them turn from wrong cry to God the Bible says tear your heart now but not your garment in the Old Testament, they used to tear the garment. They used to apply ashes. And they, 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 they used to put dust on their heads. And then they would put on sackcloth. But the Bible tells us to tear our hearts. Not the garments. And apply mourning. The Bible says, blessed are they that mourn. They shall be comforted. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. They shall be satisfied. Therefore, my brother, sister, react toward this situation around this time. The way Daniel reacted when he realized that they are staying in Babylon was not to, to be longer. They have come to the end. By the time they were 68 years in Babylon, meaning two years that are remaining for the prophecy to be fulfilled. For us to, be, to go back to Jerusalem. So he didn't want to be caught unaware. He wanted to be in tune with God. Pass me not a gentle savior. When the time of rescue comes. Of restoration come. Taking us back home. I don't want to be left here. I don't want to, I don't want to miss your working. Therefore prepare me. If, if Daniel could pray. Wanting to be on the same page with God. In the same 
step with God for being restored back to Jerusalem from Babylon. How much more us who know that we are coming to the end of the world, the end of all ages, and this world will be destroyed. And then, we shall go to eternity. We are going to the rapture. How much more ought we to check every corner of our lives and and clean and repent and throw every chaff out of our lives and be tuned with God. How much more ought to do that? So that's what he did. Uh, Let us see, look at a few quotes here that enlighten us about the situation and uh, about Daniel himself. More inspiration on this from the prophet of the age. He said, now, the prophet Daniel had been in Babylon for 68 years. Amen. Amen. He said uh, they've been there from, he went into captivity in BC 606. And when the vision came to him, it was BC 538. 538 from 606 lives 68. Been in Babylon. Amongst heathens. Until. And, and still had the victory. Amen. Still had the victory. 68 years. Without church. Without fellowship. With no pastor. But still, he had the victory. No preaching. The only thing he could do is read the scroll of Daniel. I mean of Jeremiah. But still, he had the victory. Amen. Amen. But he had been in the very midst with nobody but three companions. And them in different parts of the kingdom. They were not together even. But Daniel standing alone with God. Held the victory. For 68 years. Think of it. I don't want to start preaching. Now. Uh, if Daniel could do that, Daniel, and if you fail to stand without church service, that is only a sign that you are never a converted believer. That is a sign that you have never been saved. That is a sign that you don't have eternal life to begin with. You are not safe. You are not one of them 
that are waiting for God's wrath. But a believer can stand firm, can stand strong, even in a place, or in a time, where there is no church service, where there are no believers around you, to see you, to control you, to encourage you. Not only one week, not only one month, you can stand for a year, you can stand for another year, you can stand for ten years, and instead of becoming weak, you become strong. Daniel, Daniel, he stood for 68 years. And instead of losing the anointing, instead of losing the joy, he got on fire. He got closer to God. He got in a deeper relationship with God. One man with God reading the scrolls and praying and attracting angels from heaven and touching the health of God. Having a revival. One man alone with God. How much more can we stand in this hour, in this perilous time, wherever you are, you can stand. God is not limited by distance. God is not limited by walls. Wherever you are, once saved, always saved. Once in touch with God, you can maintain that closeness with God. You can be on fire with God. Alone, wherever you are. Praise God. And you can do exploits. Let us continue with this quote. Praise God. You see, he said, uh, 60 years had been kept in he kept in victory and was undefiled before God without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Do you know you have you can do it more than Daniel more perfectly because for him he didn't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit that time they didn't have it the Holy Ghost was not given without the blood of Jesus Christ to make intercessions for him with only the blood of booze and goats and heifers which he had to offer secretly because of the heathen traditions of that land. In other words, his religion was persecuted. Even when he offered a sacrifice, he did it in secret. But even a non-perfect sacrifice. The Bible said that blood of animals could not purge the conscience of the worshiper. They only covered sin but did not take it away. 
So your conscience is there. In other words, you are conscious that but it's been covered. In other words, it could not take away the desire to sin. You offered that sacrifice, but on your way home, you are desiring to do the same thing to, to do it again because the sacrifice, the blood of animal was weak to a human being. You could not take away the desire. But, but the blood of Jesus Christ is perfect atonement. It's perfect cure. It does not cover sin. It purges it. It removes it from your life and removes the very desire that caused you to do it. We have perfect blood. We have the Holy Spirit. Daniel. Daniel could overcome under that temporary atonement, temporary remedy. How much more ought we to overcome every demon, every devil, every situation, every threat that is happening around the world? Praise God. Now, uh-huh. Mm. So now Kati. no church to go to. No fellowship. No nobody to fellowship with. Everybody went to heathen temples. Everybody worshiped the idols. No Christian songs. Nobody believed the same thing he did. And in 68 years, from a young man of about 12, 14 years old, when he was taken down there. He held, he held true to God. And understood by Jeremiah's prophet that the days were almost accomplished. How that would warm the heart of any true prophet of God. That we are, that we look back and see what this true prophet said. I know that we are at the end time. He said, understood by books. Jeremiah, my brother, many, many years ago prophesied that Israel would stay down here 70 years. And the time is about fulfilled. And he made himself ready. And he called a fast. And he sanctified himself. Ashes and sackcloth. Put it upon his head. And went to fasting and prayed. To understand about what day. 
they were living in. And if Daniel the prophet of the Lord could consult Jeremiah's books and bring him to such a place that even Israel coming out, all of them alive who was coming out of Babylon to go back to the homeland would cause him to fast with sackcloth and how much more ought it be to the church of the living God to know the time is fading out and shall be no more and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and the great millennium ready to set in how can we say Spend wasteless time gambling, swimming on Sunday. No time for the Lord. If the pastor speaks something on another that you don't like, get up and go out. And if the church holds too long, you are dissatisfied. Look at our condition. Look what we are doing. Compare our lives with that prophet. One man in a complete kingdom. No church to go to. Nowhere else to go to. It was torn down and burned down. His city. His people was ca- were captain. 68 years. To 70. He had two years to live. So when he began to read in the book, he said that that time was drawing nigh to be fulfilled. He went to, to God in prayer to find out about it. What a time! What are we doing when nations are breaking? The sea roaring. Mary's heart failing for fear. Perplexed of time. All the things. The hand writing on the wall. Racial disintegration. All kinds of evil going on in the world. And fusses and fights. And stews. And weapons hanging in hangers. That one little nation by the size of Chuba down here can destroy the world in 10 minutes. And them fussing with one another and godly men who knows nothing, who knows not God and knows not his power. Ah, that's what is happening. There is perplexity of time. Ballistic missiles, atomic bombs, all kinds of weapons Like I was talking with a brother this morning on phone. He told me, he told me reading from wherever I saw son. And he said, he read something that said like this. The governments of the world, they have done different kind of weapons. Uh, Mass destruction. 
weapons. Things that can kill and destroy. But they have done, done nothing to save man. They cannot save you. But they have weapons that can destroy. But no weapon that can save. Then I reminded him. In Egypt. There was a man called Jens and Jambrus. The magicians of Pharaoh. When Moses brought a plague. To bring a rebuke upon Pharaoh. So that he can release the children of Israel. Every plague Moses brought. Pharaoh called his magicians. Also to make plagues. But when he came to take it away. When Pharaoh bowed to the judgment, he could not call his magicians. Come and reverse the water back to water from blood. Come and send away the locusts. Come and send away the famine. Come and send away the lies. He could not. He called Moses. The devil can kill. But he cannot heal. That shows you. With all the pride. That these dictators and the presidents and leaders of the world. Have. Some of them don't regard God at all. They can kill. But they cannot heal. Because all systems of the world are on the devil. The devil talked, said it to Jesus. He said, may I give you all these kingdoms? Because I was given. And I give to all those that I choose to give. So the, the kingdom of Satan. They do killing. They can arrest, they can kill, they can talk, they can murder, they can assassinate. But let a little jam, let a little virus come upon the nation. They have no solution. They look at their guns there. They look at their bombs of mass destruction. They cannot bomb it. They cannot, they cannot. Those people cannot help them. They're scared, they're fearing. They're trembling. That's what is happening. The Bible says, and then I saw an angel that flight above the earth. He was crying with a loud voice. He said, fear God. Fear God. People of the world, fear God. God releasing such a thing. And every nation is scared. Every ruler is rendered, is rendered 
weak. Powerless. He cannot protect the people. He has no solution. That's where we are. Jesus Christ alone has the answer. Has the solution for you. No man, no leader, no government. We sing a song that says, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. The Bible says, Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. And the Bible says, John saw Jesus come riding on a white horse. He said, Upon his thigh and upon his garment was written on the word, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ will prove the King of Kings. He will prove he is the King of Kings. And he is the Lord of Lords. This what is happening. The Bible says it shows us vials of God is rough in this end time that will be poured upon the earth one after the other. When he poured his first when what, the angel who had this kind of a vile poured it on the earth. This happened upon the earth. And then another angel poured. And then another oh, oh, angel poured. And when it poured, the sun was just, it, it turned like this. Became so many times hotter. And another angel poured. Poured upon the nations of the world. And when another angel poured. And then another answer. Then there came a an announcement. One to the earth. Because of the, the remaining angels who are, who are about to pour. This coronavirus is one of the vials. I mean one of the, the, the pestilences. That have been poured. And the world is closed. Trembling. Scared. They don't know where to go. The nations are shaking. No nightclubs. No football. Games. Games are closed. Everything is shut. Offices are closed. Government offices. Just once vile. Powered. What about the others that are coming? Fear God. Fear God. Now listen to this. One of the signs of the end. While that is happening, Brother Branham says here, and the Holy Spirit 
is in the church. Moving among the elect. Showing himself alive. After 2000 years. That is the same yesterday. Today. And forever. How can we set slothfully? How can we just run over the top of it? Time we were checking up. Watching for that great hour approaching. Much as we talk about the pestilences and the negative effects upon the earth. We must talk about also the church growing or getting in the power or in her position of power. Of strength. The prophecies that are talked about the church, the mighty things that will, uh, the church is supposed to manifest. We must talk about them also. Amen. Amina. Now let me show you one of the, like two quotes there. About the church and her position in Christ. Now, I said a moment ago that the false vine came into full fruition. This quote, Brother Branham said it in, in, the, in, the, in the church Laudation. Now, I said a moment ago that the church vine came into full fruition. Her fruit would mature and ripen. That is correct. This evil spirited church, full of iniquity, will be revealed as the mustard seed. That grew into a tree wherein lodged the falls of the air. And her head will be the Antichrist. The mystery of iniquity. All this is true. And if this is true, then must also be true. That the bride of that the bride church will mature and her ripeness shall be an identification with her Lord by means of the word. You see, when the devil came to tempt Jesus after 40 days of fasting, the devil came with the word. The devil will look at one side of the word. He will not look at the other side. He came and told him, if you are a son of God, it is written, 
that he will send his angels to protect you. Therefore, cast yourself from this high point of the building, the pinnacle Cast yourself down and see as he protects you. Jesus answered back. It is also written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord. Therefore, there is, there is the negative and the positive side of life. Amen. Amen. And the word of God tells us it also runs like that. Now, let us not only look at the negative. The evil that is happening. God did not only promise or give us the prophecy about the evil that will happen upon the earth. He also gave us the prophecy about the great things of God. The good things. The supreme things. That will be happening. In the church. In the bride. Of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. On this side we are seeing. Famines. Earthquakes. Pestilence. False prophets. False Christ. Nation against nation. Pestilences. Earthquakes. Men's hearts failing for me. Troublesome days. Evil days. Happening upon the earth. Like it has never been before. Dark moments. The other side, there are prophecies also. When this will be happening, there will be happening, there will be going on great moments, golden moments. You know, when the sun goes down, light covers the earth. But when you're seeing darkness here, remember light is shining somewhere. The sun is not dead. It's shining somewhere. Therefore, much as there is darkness here, but where, where is the side of the light? Where is light? Light is going on somewhere. Let us look at also the, what God talked about. This age on the spiritual, the spiritual side. Brother Branham said something that if God asked him to make a choice of which time he should be on earth. You want to be in the time of uh, Adam? Do you want to be in the time of uh, Enoch? Do you want to, to, you want to be in the time of uh, Abraham? You could be in the time of uh, 
of Jeremiah. Took in the time of Moses. See God separate the Red Sea. Go on in the time of Joshua. See witness the conquest of Joshua. Conquering Jericho. By only singing and shouting on the power of God. Yeah, I, I can put you in the time of Elijah. And you are with Elijah. And you see him called fire from heaven. To vindicate the side of God. I could put you there. And I can also put you in the time of Jesus, the Son of God, the Emmanuel, the God Himself. Be with Him there as He walks upon the earth. Maybe one of the twelve. All I can put in the time of the book of Acts. As the church, the early church, Peter, James, John, Paul. When they shook the world with the power of the Holy Spirit, can put you there. Which age do you choose to live in? He said, Brother Brother Bram said, I would make my choice to God to live in the last age. He said, He's full of so many troubles. But it is the most glorious age for the believer. It's the time when heaven blends eternity. Uh, it's the age where time blends with eternity. Because he said, when hell breaks loose, heaven breaks loose. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against you. When you see these great challenges that are happening upon the earth, then look at the standard God is going to raise. Don't just look at the waves of the wicked and fear and tremble because the flood of the ungodly is raised against you. But when that happens, look at the wave that God is raised to combat the adversary, to combat the evil. For you. The more challenge the enemy brings to you as a believer is the size of the testimony. Daniel overcame a very big challenge. Lions that were made hungry for days. They're the ones who were thrown in. And none of them touched him. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
the size of the flood was quite big. The challenge was a big mountain. A furnace of fire. Built by the state. Imagine. If it's the army. That has designed a punishment. You know it's a severe punishment. But now this was by the state. Government they built a furnace that whoever will not bow to the image of the king will be thrown into that furnace. And when the three believers stood their ground for God confessed him as their deliverer Oh, I remember those powerful words they spoke. In unison, they replied the king. Know this king. That our God is able to deliver us from this fiery furnace that you built. And we are not careful to answer you on this we shall not bow to your image. But our knees will only bow to Jehovah. Our God is able to deliver us. But if he does not deliver us, still we shall die confessing him Lord. And then the Bible says the king ordered that the furnace be increased seven times. That's what what was done. And then they threw them there. The three Worshippers of God. The Bible says. Those who threw them in the furnace. The flames of the furnace. Consumed them. In other words. They defeated. Not a usual furnace. Not an ordinary furnace. But they defeated. A furnace that was more than the usual furnace increased seven times hotter when the enemies are coming like a flood the spirit of the Lord who raises the the higher our challenge is the bigger the broader the Size of is the challenge is the size of our testimony. God is preparing for you a testimony, a big testimony. When you see big problems come around you. David did not overcome a small enemy. Just an ordinary giant. But Goliath was not a he had extra fingers. 
He had extra futures. This was a monster. On two feet. That's what he defeated. To make a, test, a great testimony. Every time hell breaks loose. Heaven breaks loose. Even in this hour, there are men and women who are standing. There are men and women who want to love God more than they ever. There are men and women who are going to pray more than before. There are men and women who are going to fast more than before. This challenge that has come upon the world upon our country upon our churches. It is giving us an opportunity to get more spiritual, to get a revival, to get more on fire. That's what is going to happen. There is the other side. There is a mystery of iniquity that is a mystery of godliness. There is a trial, there is, temp, uh, there is victory. There is, there is darkness, but there is light. Praise God. There is hell, there is heaven. There is Pharaoh. There is Moses. There is the Red Sea. There is the pill of fire. There is the rock. There is the desert. There is the rock that followed there. There is death. At the cross. There is resurrection. There is a good Friday. There is an Easter morning. Yes, sir. We wow. There is a Roman stone that they put on the grave. There is the storm that came and pushed it away. Praise God. Let us look at the side of God. On the side of godliness. What is God saying? Has God forsaken his people? Are we alone now? Are we forsaken people? Are we a, a forsaken church? Just subject to fear. And threatenings. And predictions of doom. What is the future? Is it dark? Is it doom? Awaiting the church? Is this the end of us? Are we finished? The Bible says we are persecuted but not forsaken. We are cast down but not destroyed. We are not alone, church. 
The Bible says when the things will be happening, then look up for redemption is near. I'm not looking down here. I'm not looking at what is happening in Italy. I'm not looking at what is happening in China. I'm not looking at this, this thing. The virus is nothing but a virus. It's nothing but a demon. demon. Jesus defeated the cross of Calvary. I'm not looking at the, the news updates. I have... The ever-present news. Updates. It is says Jesus Christ. He's the same yesterday. Today. Lero. And forever. It says I will never leave you. I will never forsake Even the darkest moments. I will be with you. It says I'm the resurrection. I'm the life. He that believeth me shall never die. But he shall live. It says I'm the Lord God who healeth thee. Praise God. Ah. Now, Kati. live alone this what is happening. Kati but there is a time when our churches will be closed Ama by state persecution. This is not persecution. No. This is some kind of tribulation happening around the world. To everybody. To the, to the evil and to the righteous. But there is coming a time when the evil will persecute the righteous. You've had these kind of bills that were about to be passed in Uganda, that were about to be passed in Kenya, passed in Rwanda, Now that is the real thing to fear. Yet you don't fear it. Because the prophecy says, let me repeat what I've just read. Now, I said a moment ago that the false vine came into full fruition in this age. What is the false vine? The false vine Roman daughters. Her fruit would mature and ripen. That is correct. This evil spirited church will with this evil spirited church full of iniquity will be revealed as the mustard seed that grew into the into tree wherein lodged the falls of the air. All the Adults are members. Thieves are members. Murderers are members of, of that church. At her head will be the Antichrist. Christ. Who is the Antichrist? It is the Pope. 
Yes, sir. We wow. It started like a spirit. White horse rider. Nicolaitans. But it could not be crowned then. But the first age, he was crowned because it became a person. All that spirit now were embodied in a man. And he sat on the throne and he claimed to be sitting on the seat of Jesus as his vice. That is a the Bible warns us of that. Bible Who can the voice of God? Let us continue. And this, uh, the mystery of iniquity. All oh, this is true. And if this is true, then it must also be true that the bride church will be will mature. Remember, we have talked of the two sides of life. And, and her ripeness shall be an identification with her Lord by means of the word. She will be identified with Jesus. With his teaching. With his character. With his image she will look like Jesus. And her head who will come to her is the miss of goodness. Which indeed is Christ. And as the first vine, the first church, with all cunning and diabolic power made up of political force, physical force, and demons of darkness. Come against this true vine. The true vine with the fullness of the spirit and the word will do the very acts of power that Jesus did. Is this in history? Kanisa. Or it is coming. It is coming. It is in our time. Let me read it again. The catching the context. Huh? Then as she nears her headstone, who? The bride church. No, let me begin here. The true vine with the fullness of the spirit and the word will do the very acts of power that Jesus did. Then as she nears her headstone becoming like him through the word Jesus will come that the bride and groom may be forever united as one. This is future. This is in our time. Soon, soon, soon future. Already the visible manifestations of what I've been telling you are seen all around us. The, the ecumenical move of the tears is factual. 
akachika kagata makanisa akengane yo musiko we karikati but also it is a fact that the prophet for the last age must be bringing forth a message from god neyera mazimanti nabyo wechira chineche nkomero ali mukuleto obubaka okuverika tonda that will forerun the second coming of the Lord. For by his message will the hearts of the children be turned back to the Pentecostal father. And with the restoration of the word will come the restoration of the power. Jesus is coming for such a church. That in that condition. My last quote here. Remember we have shown clearly all through the ages that even as Adam and Eve fell because they left the they left the word. So the Ephesian age fell by turning slightly from the word until with every age continuing to turn away no mulembo gwefeso gweguchu bwegwasese tukakatono okuva kuchigamone gugwa era na buli mulembe gono gwaddako bwegutinugena ngagusese tukangaguva kuchigambo we have a final repudiation of the word by the church by the world church system Tulina okujungulula okusembayo kwechigambo nge kanisa eyenseno yechikola This laudation age ends into blackout of the word Omulembe kuno gwalewo gikishia gukomekereze chigambo chigweredewo dala Thereby causing a departure of the Lord from the midst Erane chiretira nemukamo okuva mmakati gayo He stands outside calling to his own who follow him by obedience to the word. After a short and powerful demonstration of the spirit, this little hunted and persecuted group will go to be with Listen, the church has refused Jesus. In, re, re, in the age, the last age, which is called Laodicea, I think, I think it is Revelation chapter 2. Jesus stands at the door knocking. Just him out of the church. The Pentecostals. The Anglicans. The Catholics. The Baptists. They have chased him out. They don't want him in there. They don't want the word of God in its original form. Some of them you don't tell them now. Let us baptize the way Jesus said. The way Jesus you can't tell them why allow these markets in the church. Someone standing and is selling a mango in the church. 
calling auctioning. I've bought the, I'm paying this much for that mango. I'm paying this much. And the mango is bought 200,000 shillings. Jesus came, he will do the same thing that he did when he found them selling in the church. He brought They brought all manner of dances, worldly, stripped Naked women, putting on leggings, skin tight panties, short dresses, wiggling and twisting on the carpet, with young men with plaited hair, and earrings. Every form of hooliganism. In the church. And they call that the gospel. Such a generation of people. Has cast Jesus out. They don't want him. You bring him. In the form of the word. They will kick you out. They don't allow it. But at the same time, in the midst of this, God promised, I will send Elijah, the prophet. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, the hearts of the children to the fathers. restoration of the faith, and the people restored to the faith. Those people restored to the faith. They are the ones he tells. I stand at the door and knock. Whoever will hear my knock. Whoever will hear my voice. And open. I will come into him. Those people. Because their hearts are turned to the Pentecostal fathers. Words, our hearts restored to the faith of the original fathers of the faith. The Paul, the Peter, the John, the James, and the That little group restored. Here, Elijah says, for by his message will the hearts of the children be turned back to the Pentecostal fathers. And with the restoration of the word will come the restoration of the power. And this, then he, in this quote here says, And after short and powerful demonstration of the spirit, this little restored group will have a moment of a short and powerful demonstration of the spirit of God. This little hunted and persecuted group will go to be with Jesus. God bless you wherever you are Around this country, around the whole world, God bless you so much. Those who are following this service in your homes, 
God is there with you. The Lord Jesus Christ. Prepared. Prepared to be with you. He knew this was coming. He was not surprised. When this happened. Remember he knows the end from the beginning. When President Kagame. President Kagame. When President Museven. President Museven. When President of Kenya. President when Kenya, the presidents of the world announced people to stay in their homes. The churches to be shut. Remember I told you I am with them 100%. I, I, I support what they are doing. That's what a sensible leader would do. To protect his people. But when they announced Jesus was already prepared. In other words, he knew that today you will be following this service in your house. And he prepared to be there with you. He's there right now. After I've closed, I will encourage you with your family to pray. And in the spirit. Worship God. Sing songs. And pray. But before we do that. I'm going to lead you in a word of prayer. In a challenge you're going through. If you have a sick person. If there is a man in the home that is sick. Please. That sick person. Whether it's your child. Whether it's your brother. I want him to raise the hand. Raise the hand in the house there. In that room there. If you're sick. Raise your hand. Uh Then I'll ask others. That are around there. To lay their hands on you. Because Jesus said, The believers shall lay hands on the sick. Don't fear to lay your hand on the sick. Because Jesus said so. Coronavirus cannot break the word of God. Lay the, your hand upon him. And as I pray, let Mark 16 be fulfilled in your life. Let us close our eyes and pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for your people. In that house there, in that home, as they are in prayer, as they are in that home service. Lord, you are there. You are not limited to a building. You are omnipresent. That Lord Jesus, you who said I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. I pray for your people. Meet every need. Meet every challenge. Heal the sick people. That person that has raised the hand. And whose hand. Whom, on whom hand are laid. Let the power of the Holy Spirit. Go. Read them. 
I send the word of healing. By God is infallible word. To come upon that person. To heal them. To set them free. Whatever sickness it is. Even coronavirus, if it is there. Because some, it's possible some are following this streaming in those countries that are heavily torn. Heavily Lord God, let those sicknesses be healed. Devil, you have no power to defy. You have no strength to resist. The word of God. I command you to leave. The body. Of that person. And I pray Lord. The power of the Holy Spirit. Visit that prayer. Visit that brother. Visit that sister. That man, that woman. Set them free Lord. Heal them Lord God. Let there be a testimony. That Lord God is Lord. If man has made technology. That I can stand here. And preach. To people in their homes. And preach to people who are in China. Who are in Dubai. Dubai. Who are in America. Who are in Rwanda. Who are around the world. Then God. He had that already. That the word can be sent. And he heals people who are in a long distance. distance Therefore, Lord God, you have better technology. It is spiritual technology. That is how I send this word. To touch and to heal. To bless and to deliver. To set the captives free. Father, you told us in your word that even in the time of famine, we shall be filled. Living in times. When supermarkets are dry of supermarket items. Markets are dry of items. Because of what is happening. No export, no imported. Import, but Lord God. Provide your people. Give them grace. To live. Provide them from heaven. You who provided to the children of Israel. In their journey through the wilderness. Provide to your people. Thank you Lord. Thank you Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. His love. His love. His love. Amen. He is risen from the dead and is Lord. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Ubana, 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 Sifiwe. 
Amefufuka kifori ubwana Na kila ulimi ukili kwamba Yesu niye bwana He's Lord He's Lord He's Lord Amen He has risen from the dead and He's Lord Every knee shall bow And every tongue confess That Jesus Christ is Lord God bless you Have a blessed week Shalom. Mirembe. You may ask, how do we give our tithes and offerings? Sanity of pastor. Through mobile money. Or send it to the trustee of the church. The church. We have to continue doing the word of God. Shalom. Mirembe. I believe God is going to be with you through the week. No pestilence will come near you. Your under God is secure. God bless you. Amen. Amen.